Welcome to Narrow Way to Broadway, a podcast for people of faith with a passion for the arts. Each episode is designed for the thespian and non-thespian and the believer and non-believer alike as we navigate topics affecting the hearts, minds, and homes of artists everywhere. If you'd like to hear more, head to nwaybway.com. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to this week's episode of Narrow Way to Broadway. And like we said earlier this season, we are bringing people back onto the podcast that we've already had. And today I'm so, so excited um, to have my friend and my brother, Andrew Poston, with us again. You might remember him from season one of Narrow Way to Broadway. Um, Andrew, do you remember anything about <laughs> your episode in season one? Uh, I remember that I came to your house to record it, and I remember that's the first time I had seen you in so long, and it felt like we were like just reconnecting and and uh, rekindling this old friendship that we have. Uh, but I'm I'm super stoked, and it, it was also at like the top of the pandemic, so like what a crazy roller coaster. We're now in like season three of the pandemic. Yeah, see, I don't know. Maybe it's season six. I don't. I don't even know oh, where yeah. we are. We're season six of the podcast. Yeah. We might as. It's maybe it's. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, God keeps introducing new characters to this show. <laughs> I know it's great. It's great. Yeah. Um. Well, I'm so glad to have an old character back on on the Narrowway to Broadway show. So. Um, yeah. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Well, I was looking. I was actually looking this morning. So we had you on. Um. And I was blown away because it doesn't feel like we've been doing the podcast for a long time, but we yeah. had you on, on June 15th of 2020 Wow! <laughs> and you were episode five. And so I'm like, Oh my gosh, that was so long ago. And yeah. good Lord, the things that have happened for both of us. Um, I know, man, it's, since, it's been crazy since that yeah. happened. So, so in that episode, pretty much what we, what we chatted about, was um just what it was like being a believer on the road on tour with kinky boots and um just how you kind of you know how you attempted to lean into your faith during that that season of time um and it was so cool i remember we talked about just like listening to audio messages and um in sermons and all that sort of stuff during that time just to make sure that you were strong in your faith but there has been so much that's happened since that episode of us just like hanging out during the pandemic uh, with each other since we were back for the first time. And for anyone that's like new, I guess I'll kind of establish our relationship for you all. So me and Andrew grew up together um, in Florence, South Carolina. He's from Pamplico. I'm from Effingham, South Carolina. So we just say we're from Florence, South Carolina, I guess. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Two little towns. But um, yeah, basically we grew up, we did theater together. When did we meet? It was probably high school, right? Yeah, probably some, yeah. somewhere in, in the Mapes voice recital world. Yeah. yeah, so we had the same voice teacher growing up. Um, then Andrew went off to Anderson University for to study music, right? Commercial music? Yep. Great. And then I headed off to Coastal, and um, our good friend Rebecca Kelly, of course, is in the mix, <laughs> and um, who's a legend in and of herself, who's just started law school, of course. She's a legend. Woods. Yeah, real life incredible. Elwood. Yeah, for real, real life Elwoods. Um, yeah. But yeah, so we met there. We did theater together. We sang at voice recitals together. We competed in Nats competitions against each other, and <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um, and we've just stayed connected all the way, all the way through this. So I feel like you're like my my artistic, like you you get it. You get everything that I went through growing up as a as a high schooler, and I feel the same about you. So. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's who Andrew is. Andrew's an, an old friend and 
and a fellow artist out here in the world. But let's talk about what you, in the past two years, what's been going on in your life? Uh, so a, a lot, actually, <laughs> yeah. that I didn't expect. <laughs> um, I, I actually kind of pivoted away um, from the, the theater world for a bit, and, and God kind of uh, set up my path to uh, be a worship director at a church for um, the past two years, which has been in, incredible and, and, and unexpected, and has come with so many uh, blessings in disguise that, that I never could have imagined for myself, and and. Um, you know, this, this pandemic has been hard on a lot of people and, and this, this time of uncertainty has been super hard, but uh, I look back on this time now and, and, and I'm just so thankful for, for everything that happened the way it did and, and the yeah. way that God was able to use me in, in, in some places that I had never expected during this time. Yeah. Oh, it was, I was remembering, um, a time back we we went to lunch during the during the pandemic at some mexican restaurant one of the many 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 mexican restaurants that's the best one though <laughs> it is the best one um yeah. but we went there and uh we were t- just talking about this whole thing of like okay like what do we do <laughs> this was yeah. probably a couple months after we had recorded the episode too and it's like well i'm thinking about like taking this internship at new spring and <laughs> you're like yeah. i don't really know what's happening <laughs> what's gonna do but I feel like we talked a bit during that season too of just like, well, maybe like ministry is where we're, where we're both kind of being led. Cause you did a lot of that at Anderson university with, um, worship band. You were on worship band at Anderson, right? Or uh, kind, of, so, kind of, no, you, no, you're, you're kind of right. Uh, so I was in the, the touring band. So we gotcha. did, we did lead a lot of worship. We, we ended up touring to a lot of churches too. So, um, yeah, that, that was, that was always, and funny enough, like ministry and, and kind of worship music was kind of where I originally saw myself. And that's where yeah. I, that's why I went to school for music in the first place, honestly. Yeah. But during this time, you, you've released some, like some of your own music too, right? Yeah, that was, that was super cool. So actually right before I started um, working for this church, I was in Nashville for a couple of months and I mm-hmm. was able to record uh, four of my original songs and release. Let's go. Yeah. Amazing. I, th- I think when you released one of them, we shared it on the podcast, but we'll be, we'll be sure to release it this week. So you can get a little taste of, of Andrew's pop flair that he's got. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Thanks buddy. <laughs> um, but really great stuff. Add it to your liked playlist, add it to a playlist, super fun music. Um, but so you did that, you went off to Nashville, you recorded some music and then, um, you know, this opportunity for you to be the worship pastor comes along. Tell us about the timeline of like, deciding, yeah, I think I'm going to, you know, step into the church and into full-time ministry right now. Yeah. So, so thankfully uh, I, I, God kind of knew that, that, that I was, uh, was a little um, shy uh, from, from the idea of fully diving in um, and, and I needed some, some, some baby steps first. Yeah. Um, and so I kind of felt the pull back into ministry while I was in Nashville. And so I was like, why don't I just check out um, like the church staffing websites that like post yeah. what they like needed positions. Um, and, and I applied for two churches, one at the beach and then one um, where I ultimately ended up in uh, Lugoff, South Carolina at Friendship Church. Um, and I pretty quickly heard from Friendship Church and, and um, I met with a the pastor there. His name is also Andrew, amazing guy. Um, he's become one of my, one of my, uh, mentors, one of the best mentors I've ever had. And, um, I, I started as kind of like a part-time interim, 
kind of position. And so, and so we were both kind of easing our way in and, and testing the waters and, and, um, you know, uh, a couple months passed and, and I definitely could not see myself leaving there anytime soon. So, um, God, God, God knew that I needed the baby steps, but, but ultimately, um, that was where, that was where I needed to be. Yeah. Um, when it came to like leading worship, what were some of the things you felt like you were when, especially stepping into ministry, what were some of the things that you feel like you were fearful of? Uh, I am I capable of, yeah, no, no, no. Hey, you, biggest question. Am I capable of, of, of running a full team by myself and, yeah. and of, uh, it, this is a smaller church, and and uh, when I had first gotten there, um, the church had gone through a lot of, of changeover, specifically in the worship ministry, mm. and um, y- you know a lot of like uh, doubt and imposter syndrome of like you know am I capable of building a worship team uh, from yeah. the ground up? Am I capable of of leading that? And and mm. um, you know with with the help of of the staff, with the help of uh, Pastor Andrew, with the help of um, some some other mentors and friends in, in my life who have who have gone through similar things, you know, the Lord blessed us and and the Lord uh, was able to grow our team and and not only not only grow our team with numbers, but but what I think is the most important part was grow our team spiritually and grow yeah. grow our team um, w- with people that that are passionate for the Lord and for passionate for leading other people in worship and for, for passionate of just sharing the truth of the gospel, um, which I think uh, is, has been the biggest blessing of, of my time at this church. Yeah. It's uh, leading worship at, is such an interesting um, dynamic of the Christian life, especially as someone that, you know, like has artistic, like musical gifting from God. <laughs> it's like, he kind of yeah. gives you this gift and he kind of asks you, not ask you, he like, you know, God demands worship in yeah. a completely loving and kind way. Um, but the responsibility of being that worship leader, um, you know, in the temple, we re- we read like how important that is in scripture. Um, and then to kind of step into it in today's time is no small task. Like it's just not singing songs on Sunday morning. And I know when I, um, you know, was growing up, I was like, yeah, I'll go to like Lifeway and I'll listen to the CDs and I'll f- <laughs> find a song yeah. that I like or whatever. And I'll just like sing the song that's about Jesus. But um, truly like leading worship and people into the presence of God through worship is is a massive task. And with inside yeah. of that, you know, leading people that are also the work considered the worship leaders, that, that is a massive task and role um, that you know, assignment that God gave you during this, this season. And that, you know, I don't let fall when I get to lead worship to at my church, I don't let that fall, um, you know, just to the wayside or I, I try to make sure that, okay, this is like, this is for real <laughs> what I'm doing yeah. right now, actually helping people encounter the presence of God and to, you know, bless God's name, which is crazy that we can do that. Yeah, it's 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 an incredible responsibility that that we are blessed to carry for sure, man. Absolutely. So while you were um, leading worship, what were some? I know you said like, um, you know, developing a volunteer kind of like team and kind of cre- and creating culture uh, for worship at Friendship Church. What were some of the things that you feel like, um, you know, that you were learning? Maybe some challenges while you were while you were doing that. Yeah, so many things, so many things, man. Um, 
not only just learning how to be a, a leader and, and learning um, through, through kind of some tough love situations, just like um, how to how to be stern and, and set expectations, but but also yeah. uh, share the love of God and and be have so much grace for people and and um, uh, I think that just just the concept of being a leader, a team leader, um, was was some of the most growth that I experienced there, and and, and also spiritually, you know, I um, I felt this huge responsibility every week to to prayerfully plan the sets and and to really listen for um, kind of where God was taking the the music set for the week, and and so um, just just in my set planning and 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 my um, uh, just worship leading in general. Um, I have grown so much, um, with the help of so many people on, on our staff and, and on our team. Um, yeah, just, just all around, man. I, I can't pinpoint one area that, that I think, um, I, I learned, I, I just like as a worship leader and, 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 a you know, team leader overall, I've grown so much through this time here. Yeah. At Friendship, were you primarily like doing that kind of like service planning were you doing that by yourself or were you doing that you know in team with other people and choosing the music like that sort of stuff yeah well choosing the music and and planning the sets and and uh getting out charts and and parts and and vocal parts and and all that 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 was all on me um i i did coordinate with with the lead pastor um andrew a lot um i i'm a big stickler that um my worship sets have to coordinate with the message pretty closely. I, I'm yeah. I, I'm not one to to um just throw random songs out. Sure. I I really yeah. I, I really do put a lot of pressure on myself to take time and, and to make sure that um uh the set is cohesive with the message and, and, and especially that response song after after a message. Yeah. Um I, I love everything kind of being on the same page and and, and having the same theme, if, if you can say. <laughs> Absolutely. So um, as we kind of transition to what we're going to talk about next, which I'm so yeah. stoked about, um, but during this time where you were leading worship at this church, did you feel um, like, how are you just feeling about stepping away from theater? Um, what that was going to look like in the future? I know that you said you felt like, you know, this is kind of it when you stepped into your worship pastor um, role and I know some conversations that we had we just had over text during um, you know during the final days of of being a worship pastor but how are you feeling yeah. in the midst of it about um, you know just your career as a theater artist uh, well the first couple of months I was I, it, while I was an interim uh, I was definitely kind of with the mindset of, of you know I, I'm gonna give this a fair shot because God has clearly led me here and, and I am not, who am I to say no, you know? Um, but I, I definitely did have in the back of my mind, you know, um, when, when this pandemic is over and Broadway opens back up, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna continue what I set out to do. But as time went by and as I fell in love with, with my team and my church and, 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 my pastor and, and, and my production director and, and all of the people that I was able to, to do life with for, for this season. Um, you know, that kind of, that kind of crept away. I, I, I was, I was okay with the idea of, of, you know, 
maybe this is maybe this is what what God has for me rather than rather than theater and and um if so great if not uh, God is gonna light another path you know I, I was I was I was pretty confident that like the, the Lord hasn't made mistakes so far so he's not going to um yeah crazy 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 ride <laughs> I know that's pretty wild so during all this like um I don't know, just a, a thought that I just had is like, what was it like with your, re, like your relationship with your agent during this time of like, Hey, I'm taking the job as this worship pastor. During all this, like, um, I don't know, just a, a thought that I just had is like, what was it like with your, re, like your relationship with your agent during this time of like, Hey, I'm taking the job as this worship pastor, um, at the church. Like how did, how did all that go down? Yeah. Uh, well, and auditioning agent, for things like, were you auditioning for things while you were, um, while you were leading in at the church and everything still? Uh, ish. So I, I, my, my agent does it all, um, kind of forms of entertainment so th cool. they'll do like voiceover and, and and workshop stuff and tv and commercial stuff too so um i i kind of found myself uh sometimes turning down the more long-term theater gigs and, sure, and, yeah. and auditions and stuff and um i i did i was fortunate enough to do a couple of workshops but those are those are like two week in and out kind of kind of deals and 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 thankfully that the um the church was was really flexible with me to be able to do those and and so cool. um yeah and so so i i i was turning down a lot of like the more long-term theater auditions and and just kind of uh, allowing god to use me at this church and and allowing god to grow me at this church specifically because I, I was just experiencing so much spiritual growth and and growth in my leadership and growth in my abilities and, and so I, I wanted to honor that and i wanted to sit in that um and so, yeah, I, I, I would say, I would say it was like 50, 50, I, I, some auditions that would come my way, I'd say, uh, this isn't for me right now. And, and, and some auditions that would come my way, I'd say, you know what, I, I'm going to give this a shot. And, and if it happens, I can, I can work it out. Yeah. Uh, but my, my agent was super supportive. Um, awesome. she's, she's so sweet and, and I'm, I'm very grateful to have her in my corner. Um, and, and she gets it, you know, um, she, she gets that, that sometimes these long-term theater commitments are, are huge decisions. Yeah, absolutely. So cool. All right. Time for the, for the big reveal. I don't think we've even talked, we haven't even mentioned this yet, but so, so now, so <laughs> you're doing this worship pastor gig and, um, a show comes along. Tell us about the process of, um, you know, well, I guess t now is the time to break the news. So Andrew <laughs> literally last night opened his first Broadway show, which is yeah. just, so, uh, it literally makes me emotional. I'm like so excited for you. So proud of you. Um, Thanks, man. But yeah, so you get, um, you get this opportunity while you're, while you're um, leading at this church. Tell us about um, the process of auditioning for this show um and it coming around and you know what you were feeling about you know what do i do here i've got this place that i love and i also have this other opportunity that's like you know life dreams potentially coming along so for sure um yeah we it. opened <laughs> we opened our first preview of almost famous on broadway last night uh it, Crazy. it was nuts 
my process with Almost Famous. Uh, so, th- I mean, I guess this is a kind of a, a long journey. I I first went in for Almost Famous um, in 2019 when they were about wow. to do the out of town tryout. Um, they were looking for a William. Uh, for those who don't know Almost Famous, it's, it's, it's essentially the movie, uh, the, the popular like Kate Hudson film. Um, and uh, Cameron Crowe is the book writer and, and it, it's uh, a life, it's a true story based on Cameron Crowe's life events. And uh, so I, I originally went in uh, 2019 for the out of town tryout in San Diego and uh, didn't get it, didn't hear anything. And then right before the pandemic in March of 2020, I was supposed to have an appointment for the Broadway company for the standby for William. Um, and it just kind of never happened. I, I sent in a tape and, and they said, uh, we want to see you again, but we're going to put everything on pause while we see kind of what's about to go down. Um, and then uh, in, I think, June or July of this year, right when um, Almost Famous got announced to come to Broadway, um, my agent reached out and said that I was actually, uh, I think mid-July was when my agent reached out and she said, uh, hey, they're interested in you. Um, they, they just want to see if you're still interested slash see if you still look young enough to play a 15-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I was like, uh, okay. I, it kind of caught me off guard and, and you know, like, you're. I'm sure you're well aware, Philip, like we don't take these things like to heart all the time i mean oh yeah it's like an audition is an audition and you you, you take things very much at face value you don't really dig deep into them because you know i've had my fair share of getting my hopes up and getting my dreams crushed so i i I am to the point where where you know if if someone expressed interest great uh but but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go crazy and and until uh it's a bit closer in the process and so yeah um things things just uh, aligned uh pretty quickly after that uh and i think like uh late july early august like i got the the, the call that i had like, right a, a loose in the middle of nowhere anyway <laughs> well i don't hear it if that makes you feel any better. okay great <laughs> yeah. um okay so i'm gonna pause right here okay and we'll pick back up okay cool. okay so you're doing all this with the uh or you get this call about you know a month in a month they're going to start rehearsals and you're at the church leading as a worship pastor um you know what are you feeling inside how are you feeling about like talking about your church staff with this um i know you said there was a lot of had been a lot of transition at the church already and um knowing that you were enjoying what you were getting to do as the worship pastor there um just how was that going down for you internally yeah uh it was it was kind of rough man i'm not gonna lie i i mean obviously at first when i first got the call i was stoked and i was i was like in awe and, and just in this like weird headspace of like what the crap just happened like what phone call did i just receive and what alternate reality am i in uh but pretty pretty soon after i was i, I came down from from the incredible high that i was experiencing i was like depressed because i was like whoa this means leaving this place that i love so much and and that i've poured so much of of myself into and and and, um it was hard man i i definitely like um uh, pretty pretty immediately went to the pastor and and just kind of like um 
talks through everything and and he, he was so gracious with his time and 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 his energy and and praying for me and 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 for encouraging me with with so many different resources and and um yeah it, it was it was a hard time i i definitely sought out um some some counsel from from friends and and, and pastors and um the, just kind of the common theme that i kept hearing was uh we just want god's best for you and and so that was what i was searching for this whole time it was like what god what do you have for me in this season is is this a door that i'm supposed to walk through or is this um a door meant to say like okay this 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 is closing this chapter of my life so i can focus on this chapter um so it was, it was a crazy time it was cra- i mean and and I didn't really have a lot of time to think about it. Wasn't the crazy part because yeah. uh, Broadway needed an answer very soon, and and yeah. you know if I was going to um, leave uh, the, the the church for a bit, I I needed to uh, tie up some things and, and to make sure they were okay. Because uh, quite honestly, in my mind, like that was my first priority was was ensuring yeah. that that uh, no one was being like used in the process and no one was being like thrown out to the side i'm, I'm very much yeah. a person that that uh h- handles what i have to do first you know um yeah. and, and and taking care of my people and my team were, were definitely my first priority when it comes when it came to decision making um but yeah ultimately uh i, I decided to uh, I, I hate the word gamble but uh, uh you know uh take take the Broadway job, which, which sounds crazy. I, I know it sounds crazy that I almost turned down Broadway, uh, for a church, but you know, God does some mysterious things, man. God, God it, does some mysterious things in your heart. <laughs> and man, that is, that is it right there. Like throughout all this, when you texted me and you're like, Hey, do you have such and such phone number so I can contact this is going on? Be praying for me. I'm trying to figure this out. I was like, Holy, like, Number one, uh, you know, childhood self is freaking out, getting this like, hey, I've got the opportunity to go be on Broadway. This is yeah. absolutely insane. And then just knowing our, you know, our conversation and just prayers and who you are um, of just like, God, I want, you know, I want to be, you've called me to theater and, and the performing arts and God, I want to be, um, you know a witness and, and um, stand firm for you in that. But like, you've now called me into this ministry and I've, I love you and your church so much that like stepping away from, you know, what you've called me into is kind of seems impossible. And during yeah. this, during this whole thing, like uh, honestly, when you texted me for the first time, I was sitting at my, at my desk at work and I was just like, Oh my goodness. Like the, the fact that, your heart posture in that moment was not um, the fact that you were kind of grieved in a way yeah. during that time of the decision that you had to make is such a testament to the work that God through that position through just in general in life, the work that God was doing in you and is doing in you right now um, and was preparing your heart for what you have stepped into um, yeah. is so evident and so clear. Like that's the heart posture that we should um you know, that we should all be carrying when it comes to making decisions just in our everyday life. Like, um, when it, when it comes to our faith and and choosing Jesus of like, Hey, this is gonna, you know, I I've gotten this dream or this opportunity. 
um, to come across and, you know, I, I'm submitting it to Jesus. Like I, I've fallen in love with the church and his bride and um, being a part of, of the body of Christ. And, you know, I mean, I'm not saying that stepping into a Broadway show is stepping away from the body of Christ. It's like God has given you an opportunity to step so deeply in, but what a gift that he gave you to be able to kind of refine um, your craft, continue to be creative, continue to be an artist inside the church. And then now he's invited you to, um, to step into this dream. That's not a you dream. It's a, it's a God thing. Because if you would have talked to us in high school, like, I don't think either of us would have been like, oh yeah, Andrew's going to go do Broadway shows. It'd have been probably like, Philip's going to go do Broadway shows and Andrew's going to be a commercial music artist. Yeah. That well, was just my perspective. That's what we went to school for too. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's so crazy and it's so insane, but um, yeah, yeah, just no, in general, that yeah. your heart posture through all of this is just really inspired and encouraged me um, in my, my own life and my own walk. And in full, in like full honesty, like I think you choosing to, to step back in to theater out of your, out of this role had a big impact on me choosing to decide to step back into theater, into the community. Um, yeah, man. Like here I'm in the upstate. So yeah. I, I think, and it's so funny because everyone knows you and, <laughs> and stuff now. And I'm like, Andrew's my guy. We, we go way back. So yeah, I um, love that upstate theater community. They're, they're, they're so sweet. Yeah. I, I'm really stoked, but I mean, yeah. N- number one, I guess, thank you for, you know, for your faith and letting your faith, um, and listening to God, you know, that led you to now being <laughs> in a Broadway show, um, you know, that, that has encouraged, encouraged me. So thank you for that. Number one, Thanks, man. to get back into theater and everything, but, um, I'm sure I'm certain that it's going to encourage other people because it's the mission field, you know, yeah. like when it's talking about like, you know, this is the thing we care about. And, um, this is the, this is the, the place where we feel God calling us to. So when, honestly when you text him it's like i've got this worship pastor job and he's gonna and but i've also gotten broadway i'm like gosh so cool that god is like calling you on mission but that's not like gospel goodbyes that you kind of have to make at times throughout your christian life um aren't easy yeah yeah for sure man And, and like the thing is i love my church with all my heart i love my team i love my pastor and and uh you know i i don't think i've ever been in a church um where, where I've seen God working so fast and, and, and yeah. so much in, in a place. And, y- you know, it, it, we are a small church. We, we sometimes have a pretty barren crowd, especially on our 9 a.m. services. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> I, and, and I think this is what I love most about this church is I, I haven't necessarily seen God growing our numbers rapidly, but the rapid growth that I've seen in our church has been with the hearts of people. Um, and and I think that's, that's like the, the incredible growth. And and I've seen, so I just, just specific, we had a worship night in August, uh, right before, right before I I left to go to rehearsals and, and and just to see like people's hearts on fire to worship the Lord and and people so excited to be together, worshiping, worshiping like in, in a corporate place and, and, and just like ready to receive and ready to hear the truth and the wisdom of the gospel and the word. And um, it, it was just, it, that, that's the most incredible thing um, that I've experienced in these last few years is just, just seeing God work and, and just seeing firsthand God, God's work in the hearts of people and in the lives of our church. And, um, you know, it, it was, I think the hardest decision part of that was, you know, do I leave something that is 
clearly in front of my face. Like I, I see God working so much and, and do I leave like the evidence uh, of God's work for something that is unknown and for something that's uncertain and for something that, you know, I may not see God working at quite as, quite as apparently yeah. as, as where I'm at now. Um, yeah. So, 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 so I think that was part of the, the difficulty, but um Truth be told, I've I've been flying back uh, almost every. We've been we've been kind of blessed to have Sundays off as our off days mm. um, throughout this process, and so I've been flying back and and leading at my church almost every weekend. That's which incredible. Sounds sounds crazy, and and everyone I've told that to is like you're literally killing yourself with all with your schedule. But like, man, it's like a reset. Man, it, like I being being That's in incre- my church yeah. with my people is 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 more restful and, 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 um, more fulfilling than, than, you know, getting, getting some extra hours of, of sleep in my, <laughs> my apartment. Uh, but, but we were talking about this, that, that we had this, uh, message from, um, James, um, uh, I think two weeks ago. And it was, uh, it was the passage in James that talks about trials and it, and it just says counted all for joy. Um, and you know, man, I, I'm not going to say that this was a, a a trial in my life. I, I would I would be sure, I, yeah. I would be awful to say that uh, having to decide between two dream jobs is a trial. But 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 you know, um, there was a time in there where where I was like, God, just tell me what you want. God, please yeah. just just make this known. Like I don't want I don't want to have to make this decision by myself. And and just reading through that passage, saying like, count it all for joy, count it all for joy. How lucky am I? that God has two doors wide open for me um, that, that, that I've prayed for that, that both of the, both of these opportunities I've prayed for, maybe, maybe, maybe it took me a while to see that, that this worship pastor or worship director position at this small church in Lugoff, South Carolina was what I prayed for and was an answered prayer in disguise. Um, But but that's, that's the truth. It, 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 I'm counting it all for joy that that God has blessed me abundantly um, with people and 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 with opportunities in my life. So um, I, I cannot yeah. complain one one bit. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. I mean, joy is such a such a. I mean, it's a buzzword for me right now because all of our Christmas things at church are themed around joy this year. Um, yeah. But you know, it's so, it's so much deeper than than just happiness that we feel. Joy can be a grieving. Um, can be a grieving, can be a difficult experience to, to walk through. But like you said, count it all joy. Um, it, it, it draws us closer to God and it lets us see his heart um, yeah. more and more deeply. And I think something else that I wanted to hit on before we just talk about almost famous for a second is yeah. when it comes to um, being filled up by being around the body of Christ, that's in, like absolutely incredible that you're going back to leave with your church. And it makes no sense that you're, <laughs> that you're flying back to, to lead worship and be, and be with this church in South Carolina when there's great churches in New York, but there's something about um, being with the body of Christ that's filling. Um, there's yeah. something about doing the work of ministry that's filling. And you, you know, you know, the Bible clearly says that that is, that, that that's true. Um, but it doesn't make sense to the outside world. So the fact that you've been doing that, like what, a whether your cast, you know, knows about it or not, or, or, or whatever, um, you know, that's a testament to, you know, the power of the Holy Spirit to fill us up, even when we're doing 
the the work of ministry. And you know, of course, we have to we have to rest. We have to lean into those into those rhythms as well that Scripture calls us to. But being with the family of God a lot of times um, should be a filling um, fill up experience. So. This is my episode, shameless episode plug. If you are a believer and an artist and you're listening right now um, and you're not a part of a local church or a body of believers, um, there is no shame in me saying this, but really, really consider finding a local body of believers to be with. God has yes. built his church um, for a reason and for a purpose, and it's for your good and for his glory. So just give it a give it a shot. The church is imperfect. Uh, the church is imperfect because people are imperfect, but God exactly. and Jesus is perfect and has given us a good gift with this church. So lean into um, what he's doing in your local churches. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, let's talk about Almost Famous. Tell us about what you are specifically doing with the show. Um, I know the show is based around the movie. I haven't seen the movie. I honestly have no idea what any of Almost Famous is about. Um, so <laughs> give us just a brief synopsis of of the show. Yeah, so uh, the the show is is written by Cameron Crowe, um, who is a uh, journalist and and writer and, and author and and um, kind of rock critic, if you will. Uh, so Cameron Crowe, um, it, it's essentially his life story, and uh, he wrote the movie and and now the the book of our musical, and it is his story when he was fifteen years old. He uh, kind of uh, tricked Rolling Stone magazine into thinking that he was a little bit older and, and that he could write a, a um, review in, in an article um, on a band. And so loosely, Almost Famous is the story of a 15-year-old rock journalist, William Miller, who tricks Rolling Stone into uh, going on tour with this band. Um, the band is called Stillwater in our show. Um, and it just documents like life on the road for a band and, and it documents. Um, uh, so in light of the term groupies uh, for women, uh, the show uh, calls them band-aids um, and, and there's a lot of, uh, of humor and comedy and, and fun music. Uh, the music is written by Tom Kitt, uh, who did Next to Normal, yeah. uh, Freaky Friday, Flying Over Sunset. Um, a so bunch fun. of things, yeah. Um, and, and there's also some uh, jukebox, uh, pop rock songs in there too. Um, especially from the movie. Uh, one of the one of the most popular moments of the movie is um, where they're on the bus singing "Tiny Dancer" together, and that is definitely recreated in our show. Um, and uh, where do I fit? I am the uh, swing to other um, kind of ensemble younger guy roles. Let's go. That is so cool. Yeah. Um, I I'm so like I'm so intrigued by the show. Honestly, it seems really fun. It could just be a jukebox musical, and made it sure. a little more a little more fun and original, which seems yeah. really really exciting and different. But um, where can so how what's the run looking like for for you all? Like what's planned at the moment? Um, that's a good question. I <laughs> to be to be honest, I don't even know. I I I think everything's kind of. I mean. There's Philip. There are so many shows opening right now. So and many so, shows. And so, uh, like, part of I mean, part of the craziness is like it, it kind of feels like survival of the fittest in in some way, which sure. sounds like yeah. which sounds like, uh, I, I guess kind of negative to say, but but um, you, you know, we don't we don't know what the life of of our show is. We we hope it's it's um, 
a, a fruitful one and we, we hope it's, yeah. it's, it's a great one um, because our show is joyful and, and our show uh, brings a lot of joy and, and a lot of fun. And, um, you know, I, I hope it, I hope it uh, runs for a long time. I hope uh, people are able to, to experience like joy and entertainment when they see it, um, you know, and, and just for, just for our production team and our producer sake, like our, our, our producers, our directors, our choreographers, they're they're all like some of the nicest people that that I've worked with in this industry and and you know I I just want I I, I wish them the most success I I want yeah what they've poured so much time and energy into to to be successful and so um I I I hope for their sake that that this this runs for a while I I think it's a good show I think it's a fun uh project it's definitely one of the 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 more um fun projects that I've I've been blessed to work on so um yeah. I, I, I hope that I hope this show has a cool fun life. Awesome. Yeah. Hope it lives long and prosper. Um but y'all are playing this fall, um at yeah. least in, <laughs> in New York right now. And I, I like I said, I hope um new but familiar uh thing that's coming to Broadway this fall, fall of twenty twenty for people if you come back and listen to Yeah in, in the future is um premiering on Broadway. So well, man, as we close, uh, like always, what's something that you feel like God is teaching you right now? Oh, so much. What What is he not? You know, I, I, I feel like um, in this season of my life, I, I am focusing on, on really trying to pinpoint um, uh, how to listen and how to how to um, accurately in- interpret what God is saying to me at any given moment and, and trying to listen for God's word and God's will um, really carefully. And, and I think, uh, this season of my life and, and the last like two ish months that, that, that I've, I've, uh, faced is, ha- has only helped that and has only, um, kind of grown me in that and being able to, to, to really search God's word for answers and, and to, to prayerfully seek, um, his voice and, and his will for my life. And, and, um, not only in the, in the huge life choices, but even in, even in the simpleness of life and, um, the, the day-to-day living, um, you know, when, when, when Jesus says, pick up your cross and follow me, like that's, that's an everyday choice. And, and, and that is a choice that I, I am, am trying to, um, make with, with, uh, as much energy and as much excitement, as much joy as I can every day, um, and, and count it all for joy, man. And, and to, and to make sure, um, especially in this time, my challenge for myself, um, when, when I, uh, kind of shyfully decided that um that that Broadway was going to be um the the decision in this. M- my challenge to myself was was to not uh not slip up, if you will, because uh, you know when you're in ministry and, and and when you're working in ministry, um you are you are constantly in the Word, you are constantly in prayer, um and then moving to uh, moving back to New York, um with just the, the craziness of life and the, the, um, the pace of life, um, here, my challenge for myself was, was to not slip up on my uh, Bible reading, my time in the word, not slip up on my prayer life. And, and so, um, I think God is teaching me that it is, you know, um, this, this is a, this is a relationship. This is not a, a one-time decision. This is, this is a relationship that I have to, uh, continually pour in effort and continually seek, um, seek out so um i'm excited uh for this next chapter 
um, to see what God has in store. You know, I, I am also excited to continue building the relationships at, at the church that, that I've been blessed to be a part of. And, and um, you know, I, I'm excited to see what, what God has in store. Um, and, and also I'm excited to, to see uh, what God has in store for the listeners of this podcast. And, and for you, my friend, um, God's doing some incredible things for you as well. Yeah. Awesome. Gosh. I, well, again, I'm so, so proud of you. Um, I'm so glad that we were able to find some time together to get this episode recorded and um, to have a little encores moment here on yeah, Broadway with you. Um, but yeah, I am so, so encouraged by the ministry work that you are doing now on Broadway. Um, <laughs> like we said, go catch Almost Famous on Broadway, especially if you're in New York. You might get to see Andrew um, in the show. Yeah, and if you it. do, if you do, or you see Andrew around New York, say hey that you've listened to him and you've seen him on, um, or you listened to him on Narrator Broadway. Yeah, um, please. Anyway, do it. thanks so much for coming on, man. And um, like we're saying, I think this is the best way to sign off. Count it all joy. Um, Count it all joy, man. And every Count it all joy. here we go. All right. Well, thanks so much for listening today, y'all. Um, we love you, and we will see you all next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Narrow Way to Broadway podcast. If you enjoyed, please subscribe, leave us a review, and share this episode with your friends. We release new episodes every week. To keep up with what we've got going on, you can follow us on Instagram at nwaybway and head over to our website, nwaybway.com, for even more resources to help equip you as followers of Jesus and artists. We'll see you next time.